going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the VAR Bar Podcast, episode 70. And I'm seeing green, brother. Not orange, but green, man. Fam, what, what, what they, happened? What they, happened? They kicked us out, bro. Um, what? Um, anyways, man. How you guys how you, doing? How, how are you feeling, though, fam? Because, boy, fam, that that was, so, the ends, man. We, boy. We, could, we, could touch, we could touch on that later, man. We can touch on that later, bro. But, yeah, I'm not feeling too well. How are you feeling, Monya? Because you actually went to a game yesterday. Fam, hey, without, it was just, without touching on the game, how was how was the experience being back? It was just good to be back in the stadium, man. Like walking in, queuing up. Like I hate queues, but fam, it just felt good to be queuing up again and just walking out into Wembley as well. Like of all stadiums, obviously I'd love to be back at the carpet first, but being back mm-hmm. into Wembley straight away, it was fantastic, man. And like I said, we'll touch into the game. But good to see everyone there, everyone dance, everyone was just happy. Like, regardless of the yeah. result, if you're Austrian, you'd have probably still just love to be back in the stadium, man. Mad, mad. And was you in the Italian section? So it's kind of mixed, but there's there, there were some dedicated like sections you could tell, or oh, there's bare Austrian fans or bare Italian fans, but like just around the stadium, everyone was kind of mixed. So mm. It's, 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 it wasn't like too like uh it's not it's not like a normal game. It wasn't game. like a home 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 yeah, crowd. Yeah. yeah. So I know we so see some of these like games as you see um you see like a, a section of the crowd is yeah you, mm. you get that but it's, it's it's mixed it's mixed. Yeah, I was to be honest, I was like looking at that game. Yeah, thinking ah the camera will come on to you because there's not that many people and they still did the racist moment. Um, so right. obviously for the listeners, it's twenty thousand at the moment I believe at Wembley, but they've announced that they're gonna do. Um, 60,000 for the semi-finals and the final. So for even the England-Germany game on Tuesday, that's still going to be like 25,000, but they've confirmed that they're going to do 60,000. So there'll be more fans for the semis and the final. Say no more, man. Um, before we get into the shits, man, let's start with some with some, with some some UEFA news because um, this week they announced that they're going to scrap the away goal rule from next season onwards. Yeah, it's a joke guys, thing, bro. What do you guys think about that toast? It, it, it's it's a it's an it's an absolute joke thing, man. It's a farce. Like it's one of those ones where they, there's actually like just there's there's a lot of historical love from the away goal rule. Like I mean, and it's one of those ones where in Europe, like a big away result, like it holds weight. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. um, and I think the way two-legged games have always been played, like there's a cert- there's, there's a certain like emphasis on getting an away result if that makes mm. sense so for them to now scrap that rule and you know the thing i hate it was, about it was to rule, encourage attacking football the, the thing that i hate about like um rules like this being scrapped like just randomly is like all the previous years where teams have gone out on away on away goals like mm. how in, in like really big games how are those teams supposed to feel i just i just i don't really really understand it to be honest and i'm not happy about it personally um but there you go in it, man. I mean, you're yeah. for me, Always for me, they should have just done it with the, with the extra time thing. Like, ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's I mean, when you scrap it. So if it's if it's think... if it's deadlock, come extra time. Like, save result, home and away. Yeah. Then it's a free for all. Come extra this time is it. for me. And what was what I didn't like about that extra time rule at all was the fact that the first leg was obviously just ninety minutes. So mm. for me, if you're gonna have an away goal rule, 
it has to be 90 minutes mm. in the second leg as well. How can you have um, away goals in over 120 minutes? That that's a disadvantage then. To yeah, the exactly. Yeah, I never, I never, I never understood that concept to be honest. But hey, man, UEFA just do what they like, and man, as long as it's not the Super League, then man just do what they like. Trust. So what wait, so wait, when's it when's it starting from next season? Next season, man. So the upcoming one now. Yep. Yeah. Bad. Do you, do you guys reckon that like they might even overturn it if if? Nah, they won't. They won't overturn it. I think this is the way I see UEFA now because they're a corrupt organization. They're just in it for themselves. If I'm really thinking about what UEFA want to do, and I was having a discussion with one of my mates, and he brought up a really good point. This brings up like neutral ties. Like instead of so saying like Chelsea play Barcelona, you'll play at Stamford in Camp Nou. I can honestly say I think they can do it as right. We're actually going to make you play at Munich and Budapest. Because mm. it just brings a neutral tie. It brings in that more money. Because someone said, oh, yeah, they might make it just one one game each. But that doesn't make sense because it's going to drive down TV revenue. And it's going to take away games. So they wouldn't do that, even if it made it more of, a, say, an event in a spectacle where it's like a knockout tie. But I can easily see neutral venues being introduced now and driving that way of it instead of just going home and away. Yeah, I think for me, um, the away goal rule somehow favoured the um, the underdog because you know you go into the into a game thinking, okay, if we get another away goal, just defend, we can go through. By removing that, I think it now favours the team that the team that has the better attack. So if you can't, if you ha- if you have a team that obviously that, there's, that has better attackers, they are more likely to go through because they're going to score more goals. So that's my opinion on. On the way go rule. Like for for me, like for them to say that they're scrapping it so they can encourage like attacking football, I think it's just a farce because I mean let's be honest, like no 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 no. I think I think they introduced the uh away goal thing to encourage attacking football. So maybe Oh sorry, yeah, sorry. Because obviously, okay. yeah. I mean I don't know, man. I I I just think for me, like let 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 it be let it be played as it as it always has been. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's silly, man. It's silly. I mean, I mean, change is inevitable, isn't it? So obviously, due to the Super League situation, I'm guessing UEFA thought that the current um, the current things, well, um, I guess the current players as it would be is currently boring. So they wanted to change it up and give the neutrals or the football lovers more kind of more goals more fun to watch so i guess that's probably what one of the reasons why they decided to, to scrap that but i mean over the years or recent years there's been classics man like think this about, is what i'm saying think about barcelona liverpool spurs city spurs, city, spurs like, ajax spurs ajax bro come on man like these, yeah but this, this is <laughs> no no one can say that the level of champions league football hasn't been like fantastic over the last couple of years so does anyone me, know what the what the actual because they must have had a reasoning i think i saw something about some data where uh, I saw some, I don't know exactly what it was, but it brought up some data where they said like before the away goal rule and since it's been introduced, there's not been much change in terms of the score lines, in terms of the entertainment, etc. So they just want to go back to like a free for all thing, something like that along I'm, those lines. I'm but pretty sure quote. I heard Wenger saying he wanted to scrap it time ago. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, sometime in 2015, he did suggest... Um, Scrapping the away goal rules. I think they should scrap it for extra time, man, but not 90 to 90 minutes. That's that Wenger just wants to scrap everything, though. That's a problem for me. If you want to like make like, um, like the Champions League exciting again or do something to add the excitement, then potentially like introduce 
like, I don't know, like a silver goal or like a golden goal in, if it does go to um, extra time after two legs, do you know what I mean? Golden like, but, goal, boy. I but for me, goal. for me, like scrapping, scrapping the, it's, it's a joke thing, man. Mm. All right, man, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to um, some Premier League news. Obviously, transfer season is up and running, a bit slow because of the tournaments and um, Corona. But it's looking like City are planning ahead and big time as well. First, we saw, obviously, Harry Kane and 100 million. And then this week, we saw they're looking to get Jack Grealish for 100 million as well. Jake, what are you telling me, man? Is it, is it, if they get both of them, do you think they can get both of them for that, for that amount? Mm. So the, the problem I have is that, let's be fair, they could easily get both of them, right? FFP's been reduced. So they're going to get, a, you're going to get away with, more creative accounting. I think that would be the diplomatic way of putting what City do. Um, so they could easily could. I don't think they will, if I'm completely honest. Because like, so let's consider the Kane bid, right? So they've went right. We'll start off with 100 million plus. You can have a selection of all these different squad players. To me, that sounds like City can't afford to go all the way that would be required to get Kane. And then you're thinking, right, if you do that, you then have to go for Grealish on top. So I can easily see one, don't get me wrong, but I think two is probably, for what they're saying, is probably just out of reach. But if they get both, then what's the point in turning up next year, lads? Might as well just book it off and then do two to 20. And see it depends if on. they sell um, Mares and Sterling for me. Yeah, I think one of them will go, man. I think they will generate cash. If they get both, they will have to generate cash. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. But, but then you come into that of, right, so where would they go? Mares, we've had PSG, right? He wants to go home. Okay. But Sterling, where is he going to go? I think Raheem would go to a top London team, which is yeah. Chelsea at the moment. On paper. Apparently, Arsenal are inquiring for both. And that's what I heard in the streets, man. Um, but I don't know where we get that money to buy either. And Mahrez how do you convince either? I mean, there you go. I mean, see, it looks like City don't, are trying to get rid of them. So I think that's convincing there. You're not needed at your current club. So come well, on. Well, to Sterling, <laughs> Sterling's not going to go anywhere, man. Just because of the English quota rule as well. He'll, he'll stay. If anything, well, Mark. Jack Grealish instead. Jack Grealish then. Nah. He's, he's still at his pump, man. What is it? 20, 26 still. Oh, you saw he's, last season. I, I can see Sterling yeah. leaving, but the, the problem I have is that they would not blink, boy. Like just because, like, oh yeah, you're not wanted here anymore. It's like, well, okay, I'm still making 250 grand a week. Like, yeah. I'll go where I want to go. And let's not forget the whole um, swap with Tottenham. So that's still on the, on the board. So well, Sterling ain't even got a manager, man. Who's, who's, who's turning up there? Hey. Hey, <laughs> yeah, they've got bigger things to set out for, for me, you know, transfers. <laughs> if we talk about Tottenham, that'll be a whole different story, man. But let's let's obviously uh, there's other transfer rumors going on with some with which this one is looking a bit more certain. Unfortunately, none of our United boys are here. But Tabs Jada Sancho is actually looking a go, brother. Yeah, it's looking a go, man. It's looking a go. Obviously, yesterday um, we've seen the. Um, uh, what's it called? You know the pictures when uh, United are about to announce the press picks. Yeah, no, no one knows how far true they are, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna cross the line, man. Someone said it's good Photoshop, got, <laughs> but you know what? I've got a little good conspiracy um, theory, you know, about this Sancho thing not playing for England, and the rumors being because he plays in Dortmund that Man United has something to do with that. 
to try and force the move for him. I don't know. It's just a little conspiracy thing, but well, to 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 um to lower his price, basically. Not even to lower his price, like to to just push him to you know want to play in England because mm. that's the rumors. That's why he's not been playing for England, just because he plays in Germany or whatever. So Southgate's preference is the players that I, play in the Premier League. To be honest, man, I don't think that's... I, don't, I just don't think he's been lit, man, when given the chance. Yeah, like, I don't get what, it. Like, for, I think, for, oh, for England. On yeah, Sancho's not been play. good when given yeah. the chances. And he's that's got plenty a, of chances. That's a very poor selection policy, though, isn't it? Is right, Sancho hasn't done it in 900 minutes, whatever worth he's played for England. He suddenly can't do it in the Euros. I think if... You're, if you're selecting your team based off of previous in previous England performances, for me that doesn't that doesn't compute. But but then you got it, but then but you got to factor in you got to factor in. Don't you think Gareth obviously trained he's, he's watches these guys five days a week he trains them he sees them on a daily basis now for him not to, to just make his first appearance in the third game there's a reason for that. Yeah, I think that's a preference thing. So for me, I think that's managers managers have their preference and how what's, like, they, what's in the Saka, way they play. Saka but, forget, yeah, Saka's a head different. Now you're talking about preference. Trust yeah, me, but, Sa- but Saka is preferred to Sancho. Still preference thing. But then no, how is that? It's not. You got to admit that someone someone isn't training well. That's it. It's, it's how like do you know? How do you know he's not training? Exactly. Well? How, how do you know it's not? Well? How do you know his preference? How do you know his preference? Because the way because Sancho statistically is the second top goal scorer and assister in the squad. But then, but then when it comes to England, he's not that. So when, no, how but, did then we're talking I, about what? But me, I, for me, but then you're talking out. about form. You're talking about form. Sterling going into the tournament was well, probably I'm the not worst form. About form. I'm talking about statistically for England. Sterling is on form. You can't say he's not on form for England. He's their top goal scorer. No, but but to answer that question, the tournament. Not, to answer that question, Mitch. So it's not the same with Sancho because Sancho doesn't. Sancho scores and assists for for Dortmund. Yes, that I can admit that. Great season he's had. Great two seasons he's had. But when he's played for England, he hasn't performed. And then he's coming to the Euros. You know, he's had a chance. You have a chance to train and prove yourself. And then a guy from Arsenal who's nineteen has gone ahead of him. Come on, that, you can't tell me that's preference. You cannot tell me because Sancho made his appearance before Saka. That's not right. a preference. I think for me, I think there's two things. I think with the whole Sancho situation is a preference and also a confidence thing. I think he he's a player that probably needs his the backing of the manager to perform. That's why that's the that's why I see with Sancho. Yes, I take your point regarding Saka. Saka has been brilliant. As an Arsenal fan, I can tell you and I expected what Saka did for England because we see it day in day out. But looking at Sancho. I agree. England definitely needs Sancho. How we can utilize um, Sancho, I don't know. And I think it's down to possibly the, the manager not or Southgate not seeing Sancho's in his plan and how he utilizes him. But you can't tell me Sancho's not needed for England, nor is he a better player. So, yeah, we're seeing it because now I know we'll get into the Euros uh, in a bit. There's a big game against where a team where Sancho plays, obviously Germany. So he if, if we're talking about, oh, they don't like him because he plays in England, he knows how the Germans play. So are we saying that he should start for that reason? I don't know. I'm not Southgate. Ken, so, Kenna, what's your opinion? Because you're a huge Sancho fan and you watch um, you watch him regularly. Probably He's a great than, player, man. I, I that's... Southgate. <laughs> nah, in a, in a Southgate context, he doesn't watch Bundesliga. It's it's clear. He called him an inexperienced player when he's been playing Champions League for the last there three years. So he doesn't he doesn't actually watch 
watch Bundesliga. But in terms of my United context, I think it'll be a great signing, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great signing. Is you he can play anywhere across the front three. He, he he's good. Straight in. Straight in. That, that right-hand side, it's he his. Should, man. So that he's, he's straight in. He's straight in. Because imagine... I've got um, a question for you, Kenna. Go on. <laughs> so, you know, you've said that he, Southgate doesn't watch the Bundesliga. What's... what's Obviously, Bellingham's made it in, and he's almost like one of the key players in midfield. So why has he been pushed on and Sancho hasn't? He's one of the key yeah. players in midfield, is he? Is he? No, not one of the key players. At, at, at 17 years old, he's he's made more minutes, played more minutes than Sancho. Why is that? Because Very Jordan sick. Henderson's been injured. Yeah. But then he's in the squad at seventeen. You know, you don't get. Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not even arguing against you, but I'm, I'm just trying to reason the logic. If Jordan Henderson was fit, but then if, Jordan Henderson, Jude wouldn't be playing. It's, it's as simple as that. Jude won't be playing. But then he's in the squad, so you can't say he doesn't watch Bundesliga when, oh, he's calling him inexperienced. He doesn't care about inexperience. He's just put a seventeen-year-old no. no, on no, the no, pitch. No. He's the youngest no. player to ever play. Youngest. Well, player then that's a bad play. comment. But then that's a bad comment because that that specific comment was strictly about um, Jaden Sancho. And just he said, about Sancho, he's not experienced he just enough yet. Sancho, then is that what you're saying? But clearly, because he's called it inexperienced. That's that's the word he used. I didn't make up this word. That's his wording on why Jaden Sancho is not playing, and that's not factually correct. But well, the inexperience could come in the way they play, or not not non experiences in appearances and who they play for. That could be generally on how they play and on on maturity on the pitch. But Jaden Sancho is top two of Dortmund's best players. So, and I can't even. I, I don't know what you're I trying to say. I don't here. take your point regarding maturity. This guy went to to, to 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 Germany at what age and did it there? That's that's, that's, Mitch. Mitch. that's is maturity, Mitch. boy. That's cap. No, no, no. Because I, 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 let me get my point across. What I'm basically trying to say is what I'm trying to understand is everyone's got this thing of Sancho should start. Sancho should start. The manager hasn't picked him. Well, he's don't forget Sancho started for England last year. There was a time when he was a star boy when he was popping off for England. And Southgate was like, Look, this is the future. This is like I can see Sancho on the wing. And then all of a sudden he started dropping off as the as the other youngsters start coming in. Phil Foden, uh Greenwood. Then you've got uh Saka came in. Since then, he's dropped off. He's now behind he Foden. He ain't dropped off, he ain't played. No, no, How he can has, you say he's he dropped, dropped, dropped off? off England, he ain't played. No, he hasn't had the opportunity he, to play. Why hasn't he played? Why hasn't he played? <laughs> what the hell? No, no, no. No, no, no. But that is a wrong statement for you saying that he's but fallen off. I understand if he played. The manager, you're not watching Sancho on training. So you don't know what he's doing. You're seeing clips. You're, seeing you're clips. saying he's fallen off. You said he's fallen off, coming off 16, 16 and 10 goals or whatever it is, or 11 goals. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. No, no, no. But you're saying he's fallen off. Yeah, for By England, the way, he's oh, not played. Most, most, of, most of Sancho's goals and assists have come in the cup and you can actually re- research that yourself. He done most it in Champions League as well. How many goals he got in Champions League? I don't know, but he did it in Champions League this season. He bagged in Champions League. What? How many? And, and oh, he bagged in the final. Let's move on, man. Let's move, on. Let's, move on. let's move on, man. We'll, cup, we'll revisit this. This what I'm saying that, to you. you know, yeah, so what? <laughs> he bagged in the final in an important game. What? In a key, no, but in a key moment, and you're saying bro, he's fallen off. Sancho, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't there. He's an Instagram baller. You're wrong, bro. You're wrong. You're wrong. This, <laughs> I'm joking. No, I rate Sancho. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I rate Sancho, but because you're pushing the Saka agenda too much, and Saka and Sancho don't have anything. No, no, no. But they don't. They don't really. They don't coincide. No, because you keep bringing Saka up. No, you're in case you just tuned in, guys, this is live and direct Arsenal Fan TV. What I'm <laughs> saying, let them what I'm ramble saying, on. 
narrative is Sancho <laughs> is, is not guaranteed starter. He shouldn't be, oh, do you know what? Sancho plays well throughout the season. Let's start him. That's not, he hasn't built that reputation yet. He's not Sterling. Sterling can play bad the whole year and he should start for England because he is Raheem Sterling. Well, again, this is the problem. You're, you're basing it on names, but if we're talking facts and numbers, then Sancho should be there because apart oh, from Kane, you, no Sancho one has bagged start. more Sancho than ain't going to start. No matter what you do, you can start a petition, he ain't going to start. So yeah, but your statement is the wrong one. Because you're yeah, saying no, it's not about the preference, yeah, you're saying it's because of form. So you're All wrong. Right. Are we done, guys? Yeah, we he's wrong. He lost. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, man. But uh, talk to your people, not there. <laughs> don't get involved in it. Just sit. Mind my own business. All right. Let's get to the shits, man. So obviously, the group stages are finalized. Round of 16 has started. Uh, for my own sake, let's start. Let's start with the begin, man. Let's start with yesterday's games. Obviously, um, yesterday obviously started with Wales and Denmark um, in Amsterdam. Wales got a pam in. I don't know if you watched that game. Yeah, for a minute one yeah, to nine, it was it was an awful watch, man. Post <laughs> your boy Bill, man. Yeah, now I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, I think based on Denmark's last two group games, like. Um, even though they lost to uh, Belgium, they, they put in a very, very good effort. And then mm. obviously in the final game against Russia, they they they, they spanked them. Great goal from Christensen. So I think Denmark definitely getting into the game were definitely favourites. Um, well started the game pretty well. Uh, Ramsey and Bell had a couple of chances. But um, honestly, like the quality of, of Denmark just told in. I've got, got a lot of love for this Denmark team, to be honest. Um, yeah. So... Obviously, Paulson, um, I was expecting him to start, but then I heard he was ill. So, obviously, like, Kasper Dolberg, I think he's only played one game in the whole tournament, kind of came in. Man, like, I can't say enough about that first goal, man, honestly. Like, mm. the, the ball from Mahler and then... Um, um, Outside I, the box. Yeah, the, the, ball, the ball from Mahler. And then, honestly, like, the finish, it was like, he used, like, his toe, but he curled it. It was just... It was just, it was just brilliant, man. And it was quite poetic that, obviously, like, he used to play for Ajax and that, that was... The, um, in Amsterdam, the, yeah. the IX Arena, man. And he bag- obviously bagged two. Um, ended up being a bit embarrassing for Wales, if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, definitely, uh, I don't want to say dark horses, but I mean, Denmark, they're definitely a very well put together team from yeah. top to bottom. And uh, yeah, man, I'm intrigued to see how they get on. In, in, terms, the of their, it's, in terms of what side they're on, they, they have a, you know, they have an easy side. They're facing now Czech Republic, but they can, they can at least... Very, man. very winnable game against yeah. the Republic. I, like, I got, I do have respect for Czech Republic. I'm sure we'll get onto that game in a second, but yeah, very winnable game. Oh, yeah, man. Those, those, those. You, you know me. Like, <laughs> I'm a neutral when it comes to the whole Bell agenda, boy. But uh, isn't this when he's meant to step up for his club? Like, what? Not for his country, in fact. Well, yeah. he always does, though. But today, I think yeah. Denmark. They had the spirit of something in them, man. Because you, you mean yesterday? It was yesterday, clear. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they were moving mad. Yeah. Now, um, with the whole Dan- Danish thing, it's a bit bittersweet because I called them in terms of my dark horses, but I wanted Wales to win. Yeah. No way, Jock. Get that in, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Check, now check the tapes. I did check say Norway, tapes, but bro. but then but then I also obviously. Looked at it because I was I was wrong. I did say Denmark, but anyways, um, it was they, they were very disappointed. Wales was because I wanted them to go through. They just capitulated. Um, what, and Ramsey didn't you know step up. Bale didn't step up. Um, what was Rondon doing? When was his name burnt him? What the hell? Like they, yeah, you can't be letting Braithwaite burn you, man. Like, yeah, that's, that's Tottenham for you. 
that he's but, a scrub. But you know what, though? Like, put everything aside. For someone like Martin Braithwaite to play for Barcelona, that's still he's still a baller. Let's just call a spade for what a spade is. You don't have any, apart from Bale playing for Madrid, you don't have that quality. And that's the quality the Danish have. So I deeped it and I thought, actually, hold on a second. This guy's actually That's a good. Barca player. The thing is, like, the thing is, like, he's plays for Barcelona, but he's not a Barca player. You I get that, but he's trained with like the best. Bro, if he was to come to Premier, would you have him? He of course get, not. He, he would go to a Watford or something. But what I'm trying to understand, I explain to you is collectively, the Danish had quality and they had yeah. experience. Yeah. So it showed yesterday. Yeah, that's why I'm, that's sure. why I'm trying to pull across. But you look at the Welsh team; it, it felt like okay, we have ballers, but we're very poor. Even though they had like Daniel James who plays United, but he didn't do nothing. And that, you know that Nico mean? Williams, man, Nico just, Williams, nothing. Just making so, mistakes abroad and in yeah. the UK, man. That, the it's, problem with that Welsh team is that you have like completely agree with you, Shalom. You have Bale and Ramsey who are top tier talents, but then you have is it Morel who can't get a game at Luton. Like you just the drop off, like Danny yeah. Ward doesn't play. Then you got you got you got yeah, you got very average People players more. with a couple of sprinkled, like very good players. Yeah. Yeah. So look at the Danish team. So you have like Vestergaard, Christensen plays for Chelsea, Dolberg, and Breakway, um, Delaney, Hoiberg. Like they yeah, have collectively quality players. That's a fair enough analysis, Shalom. Um, and then let's go to the game that Munu went to. Um, Italy, Austria, Munya. Yeah, man. You know what? Life and direct. Shout out, shout out Austria because Italy were not great. And I mean, we, yeah. we saw Italy in the group stages and we thought, damn, they, they, they mean business. But last night was probably one of the, their worst games of the tournament. But before going to Italy, um, I just want to give some flowers to Austria. They, they just held in. It was obviously nil-nil. First game, obviously, I know it's the first game of the, of the, of the second game of the quarters, but obviously when it's extra time, which where Austria just kind of lost it a bit and um, Italy got their two goals. Um, Austria did get a goal back and did a bit of a push, but it wasn't enough. But they they, they, they played it right because they knew what Italy were, were going to be about. They defended well. And I think they just thought, oh, we could nick it, which they nearly did. Um, I'm actually still need to watch the highlights, Andy, but I know you said that it was a blatant offside for Manatovic. Because um, Austria did take yeah, the lead. It wasn't that blatant, to be honest. When, when, you, when, when they actually showed the line, it was like his toe. Yeah, but I saw it from the angle when he was already basically heading a ball in. I thought that's where he stood. Fantastic so they, finish, though. Yeah, great finish. And um, obviously, as we know now, no, it got ruled um, overturned. Sorry, and it's like I said, went on to win the game. So shout out Austria. They they, they played well, um, but I think maybe you know. Do you they remember just the chance Arnautovic had when he <clears throat> he burst from the halfway line? He ch- yeah. No, no, no. The mistake from Bonucci. He grabbed the ball and he chopped Bonucci. He chopped another defender. Yeah, he didn't square it. Yeah, that upset me so he much. He was man. chopping bare players. And that winning, but he got goal. gassed. He got and gassed. This is the th- <laughs> he did. And this is the thing, though. Italy, um, so Austria were getting chances, and this is what I mean. Yeah. I think their game plan was just just to defend and just try to hit them on the counter, yeah. which they did. But obviously, Italy just came out stronger. And fair play to Italy. Like I said, their first three games they were great. This is probably their worst game so far. However, they dug deep and they got the result. And at this point, that's all you need. It's knockout football. You yeah. just need to get the result and, and go through. So, um, Another shout-out I want to give, yeah? I want to give a shout-out <clears throat> to the Donny that scored for Austria. 
If you man watch that header, yeah, yeah, that is such it's, a it's techie, sick, bro. Bro, it's techie, it's that techie. is such yeah, a wavy it. header. Oh the, man, how it's he impossible. Bagged. Yeah, and he meant it. It wasn't even one of them. Like, let me let me put it in the area. Nah, he meant it, bro. Like he, he got the right amount of like depth, like flick on yeah, it, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. into the corner. I mean, he was so far in front of the post. I honestly have no idea how how he even how went he in. Did that. Honestly, Matt, I know he meant that, man. That was not a fluke, man. You know what's something that dawned on me yesterday? If that game was like an English game, England was losing it to Austria. That game <laughs> particularly. Because I was so impressed when, although um, Italy didn't play as well as we expected, I was very impressed with how they played, even though they weren't playing well. Because they were they were pushing, pressing very high. Yeah. So it showed me a team that's well-drilled, well-coached, and just believed that they will score. So, uh, yeah, I think the Italians, were, although, like I said, they weren't impressive, they were also impressive. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They, yeah, they didn't yeah. play great, but they still got the result. And I know yeah. I know, we're talking about Italy, but Andy, again, uh, another shout out to Austria because they took off Anatovic. And I was thinking, what? This is one of your best players. And obviously the, the guy, yeah, the, the sport is one of the players. Yeah, yeah, he, he plays a lot. So fair play to um, Austria and their tactics. But yeah, Italy. Um, they got, do you know they what got I said after the game? They got... Portugal is thing or thing next? No, no, Georgia. I think it's the winner. Is they're playing um, Czech Republic? I believe. No, 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 no sorry, Republic you're right. You're right. Denmark. No, you're right. You're right. Belgium, it's, 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 it's the game between yeah. Belgium, I would like to see that game and whoever they face. I would like to see that one. Um, but what what I said after the game is like they have that winner mentality at the moment. Like mm-hmm. they they've dug they they've won all their games. Like they, yeah. they didn't draw in the groups. They've literally won all their games. Obviously, this game this one's extra time, but they did the job. So. Yeah, man. Like I said, just just so good to be back in the stadium. Obviously, var bar. We had a var moment, and um, it was nice to see that back again. Obviously, I know some people are anti var. Um, it's a shame that we don't see it in the stadium. Some stadiums allow you to see what's happening. So for you guys at home, obviously, you could see everything that was happening, but we couldn't. Well, you just see like that. They say they're checking in it, and that's it's complete. It. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's just a bar yeah, checking, nice. but they're not sure what it is. So yeah, but yeah, they show replays of goals. So. I, I don't know. Yeah, man. And then um, today's kick, today's early kickoff, six pm. Um, Holland v Czech Republic. Something that was meant to be a, I wouldn't say a stroll in the park, but just a routine win. Ended up being a routine loss, convincing losses are, in my opinion. Um, I don't know which one of you guys watched it. Kenna, Shalom, Jake. Yeah, the, the Czechs were yeah. brilliant, man. Czechs were absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, I think probably the Dutch went into the game exactly the way that you're talking about, where they thought they could almost ease into the win if they turned up, they'll win. And it kind of seemed like that of where they're going, okay, it'll eventually come, it'll eventually come. And then the dumb mistakes came, they did lit straight away. I think me and Mitch called, they were like, that has to be a red card. It yeah. has to be. It's honestly, yeah. it's schoolboy defending. I'm sorry, man. Like, I feel like a lot of these players don't understand that you certain certain things you can't do with VAR now. Like you, you like that is just ridiculous. Like that might have been like a yellow play on in the age before VAR, but it's a definite red. Like it's a he's stopping a goal scoring opportunity. Like he can have no complaints and that's effectively lost you the game. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah boys, yeah. I, I feel like we're missing a very important what part. What about the Marlon situation just Drew. before that? The miss. The miss. That was just before that. Oh, well. that was just a minute yeah. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had to score. That was, he had I mean, to score. He, 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 he took a bad to. touch, which meant that yeah, yeah. there was less space between him being able to round the goalie. That's so, fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. But the thing is, the thing is, that's fine. But he still could have chipped it. 
Because if yeah. you take that touch, the uh, the worst option to do there is to round the keeper. That's that's that was like zero. Like all the top strikers to wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But lads, bro, Andy, lads, he didn't even drop his shoulder when you know. Yeah. He bro, yeah, but, but that's exactly. But that was like like Tosin said. He was it was already too close. It was long. Keeper was in his face. Yeah. He was shook. Yeah, Drew. I think you should give us. You should give all us your opinion, seeing as your your Holland supporter in this situation. So what do but you lads, think about the game? Before we get into that, would it been given though? Because they're saying that yeah, 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 yeah slapped yeah, his yeah. back. He did. Bro. <laughs> Bro, he had to get him out of the way, in there. I don't know what to tell you, man. Shalom, what was, what, what, Shalom, what was that important thing? Sorry, you, you said we missed out something. We missed out the fact that Drew is a Holland supporter, so we need to run the corner then. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, hey, hey, that the corner to run. The way Drew was like, um, um, Kenna, Shalom, what do you think about like this? <laughs> this, this, this host, man. <laughs> nah, nah, let's hear it. Do you want to take the mic? You're the, you're the host of the <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> you're the host of the, the, the episode. Yeah, yes, I am. Let's hear Go the ahead. tears, man. Let's hear the cheers. Let's hear it. Bro. The rattle is fair. The rat, the rattle has kind of left, left my sister, man. But I was nah, don't man. chat shit, boy. This is it your first ass, major tournament. Right, speak, speaking on the lit, though, I will say that um, I actually agreed with Gary Neville at the end. He said that. <laughs> I know he's going to say, shut up already. <laughs> Basically, the lit, he made the mistake. And you know, like, if you if you got a bit more experience as a defender, you make a mistake and you're like, all right, look, I've got to find, I'm, I can't do anything else to sort of, let me find something else to basically solve it. He just he just thought the easiest option. He was like, I made the mistake, right? Let me just put my hand there. That's it. Yeah. And obviously, hopefully, in the next couple of years, he's got talent, boy. Makes you, hopefully, that's a mistake that he's going to learn from in the future. Because yeah, that yeah. is a big, big one. Did you guys bring him too early? Wasn't he kind of injured coming into the, the tournament? Yeah, he was. But he recovered well. And obviously, he's our best defender. So you kind of have to put him in there. Because as soon as he, w- he was gone, yeah. I don't think if we if we let's say like Van Hal not received the red card, we wouldn't have capitulated like that at the back. You know? Mate, have you man not got any better left backs? Oh <laughs> no, bro. Nah, he is we got we got a young buck called Owen Winder, but in my opinion, he's 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 still inexperienced. So Brother, it would be the same I, I, I don't even know this Tony, but I'll play him over Van Arnold already. Bro, that what that Van Arnold, yeah, every single game he's <sighs> offers nothing. Like I don't know what he what he's done. Nothing going forward. Nothing. He does nothing. He just looks good, but then with the product is just crap. <laughs> like, yeah, he just looks good. Like, aesthetic, like he looks good. Aesthetically, yeah. yeah good looking that's boy. It. That's it. <laughs> uh, if I can ask a question as well about a player who played Arsenal Dunnies, what do you think about Dumfries? Yeah. I told, see, me, I told Mitch, sign yeah. him, Joe, if Bellerin leaves. You know what? You know what, Ken? I, I was thinking about, about it, but I think Dumfries might just be that kind of um, what's his name? No, when Senegal one did a madness in the World Cup and just a form, yeah, I have a feeling, but also I like the fact that he's strong and he gets up and down. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit torn between that, that alternating kind of feeling which I had for Dumfries. So Dumfries, Dumfries, let me tell you about Dumfries, man, because I, I, I watch him a lot in it. Dumfries is actually he's a good, he's a good right back, not right wing back, but right back. Mm. But in a team that attacks and has the ball, you don't want him. Let, let me let's let, let's have that. And also, he would lose you more points than win you points yeah. because he's a yeah. dog. Yeah. Do you know, do you know who that... he reminds me of, Drew? Aurier of where going forward, yeah. like he's decent. But anytime he has, because even was it the second goal of where he made he, he gambled that Genie would get to the ball and then they yeah, end up yeah, scoring yeah, yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what he'll offer. He'll 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 cost you what five six goals a season. Will, Next man. thing you know, yeah, he's so, an absolute so, donk, but he's I'm strong. So Drew. He's um, strong. He's he's all right defensively, but on the ball, he's so he's awful to watch, man. Drew El Ghazi, do you reckon he would have made a difference? That's a very good question. Um, based on this formation that that what's his name played, I don't think El Ghazi would have had a look in anyway. So it made sense for him to not bring him because he played with the three five two system. But if it was a four three three, I think El Ghazi has enough experience at top level to to yeah make a difference. This is the thing. He should he should still have brought him. And when you get situations where you need to change formations, you change formations. Yeah, because he brought bringing in promise. Yeah, he does nothing, man. He did but, nothing. Yeah, I don't know what this means for the boss, the boss' future as a Holland manager. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed, man. Because also I, Stecklenburg was shitey boy. He needs to kick. He's a crappy keeper. Yeah, but he's I old, man. We've yeah, got, we've literally I can't got, believe he's he's still the yeah, first yeah. choice in 2021, man. Nah, our it's first choice had COVID in it, and um, the ball basically sent him away. I think that's okay. internal beef. He didn't even let him, you know, sit out his COVID thing. He just told him to fuck off, basically. And um, yeah, then Stecklenburg became our number one. But we've got no one better, man, to be honest, in that position. Um, I thought Memphis, Memphis tournament-wise, was poor as well. Um, you think so? Yeah, I think I think he, in general, if you if you look at it, he, he's been poor, man. I think he could have done a lot better. Yeah, his set piece delivery is awful. Yeah, like, could not beat the first man for love nor money. If I had to put my life on him beating the first man, I'd be saying my goodbyes. Settling your estate and things. Trust me. I think that's what this guy's missing, you know. His final born his decision making is not consistent enough for him to be like world class, to be considered world class. He's not there yet. Um, yeah, man. I hope he gets that. He's he's getting old now, he's getting into his prime, but I don't know, boy. I don't know. So Andy, what's next, man, for you for, for your for your country? Future's bright, man. I'm, I'm I mean, just, that, I'm, that just, I'm back. just happy that the World Cup is there next year, man. So we need to concentrate on that. Qatar, man. Yeah, you guys need a better striker. Well, I'm hoping Marlon steps up. But... I think Marlon, I think Marlon, to be honest, man, for me, Marlon, apart from obviously what he did, he's yeah. done nothing wrong since he's been playing, man. He's been yeah, our best player today as well, Bats. I think. I think. Because that, that tall-ass lanky guy, what's his name? I can't even say his name. It's just not it. Weghorst. Yeah. Oh, Weghorst. <laughs> yeah, Weghorst. Yeah, he's not Drew, it. Yeah, he's not it. Drew, what do you think about uh, Boadu as well? Because he, he'll have... Yeah, because he, he bags, but is he actually any good? Nah, he's... The thing is, he needs to improve on his... On, on the other... On, on actually being in the game. Do you see Marlon? He comes in, he plays the one-twos, he goes behind the shoulder he he's involved with the play whereas Bordu is not really that striker he's just like in the box a scorer and bags yeah so I think oh, he surely he's better than Weghorst <laughs> surely yeah I mean num- yeah numbers wise I mean they'll look at Weghorst and say he's back in the Bundesliga innit? so we'd rather take him it's so not I see Van Nistelrooy on the <laughs> as a coach then I turn around oh, look at Weghorst and I'm like get out head. get out of here man he is shaking his head man because he's bagging that that Marlon Chance he's bagging that yeah. eyes closed so yeah, man. But I think yeah, like Tosin said, I think like obviously we've got Van Dyke to come back. We've got our quote unquote first goalkeeper to come back. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not too worried. Too worried. But it needs to be better, man. And we can't play this formation either. Let's just get back to basics as well. Let's get back to basics, man.
Yeah. Any any more corn you want to throw, Shalom? Or is it is this is this alright? Can I move on? Listen, I'm I'm done. My you're happy, yeah? Oh, yeah just, happy. just 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 pray that um the Czech Republic don't make the final final because boy. <laughs> corn hey, no, more, more life to them, man. They played they played a good game. Tactically, they oh, are more life to them. Sheik, man. What a striker. Do you reckon he's making he's getting a move? Because he looks he looks saucy. Oh, also, yeah. Young he, young replacement. Well, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem, bro? What the hell? Yeah. Oh, but Lacazelle will play. Why not? Where's uh, Lacazelle? No? Yeah, no, I think I think Schick's very, very a neat. He, I think he'll definitely get a move, to be honest. I mean, he plays for a decent team. What is it? Bayern Leverkusen. But um, he's been neat in it. Like, he's been consistent. Like, And obviously, you know what it's like when you perform in the tournament, man. Like, your value just almost like, yeah, doubles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, That's what these managers want, boy. They just want their it. players to turn up. Let's 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 preview the next game that's happening in um, just over fifteen minutes. Uh, Belgium Portugal, aka Ooh, the Lukaku, big one. CR seven. Hmm. What are we thinking, man? Because I think we're, we're I've been asking in, people man. the whole week. I've been in. asking people the whole week about this game, and opinions yeah, wanna, are divided, boy. I want to get Tosin's opinion on this. You know, on Belgian TV, you know, on Belgian TV, Lukaku um, drew for Ronaldo. Real talk. I don't know if you, might, I don't know if you might caught that. Yeah, man. He said he said nah. something along the lines of like, um, uh, I think I think Ronaldo's worried that I'm in a good form. That 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 is the baggage. He's still in shot though. Wait, look huh? after that. I'm not shot, man. Package waffling, man. What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> man said, that... man said, put me with the top strikers, bro. It's not just good form. Put me with them, man. Nah, but I you mean... know what makes me laugh is what Toast Toast has been saying this week. You're shook at it, Toast. I can't lie to you. I think the winner of the tournament comes out of this game. Like, for me, I don't feel as if Portugal can defend for love nor money. But if they can beat this Belgian team, they have to have the confidence to say, you know what, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sweep everyone else with our attack. I, I, I think it's going to have to be a shootout the rest of the way because I just can't see it. This team conceded four goals with ease against Germany. It could have been more. Obviously, got a three-headed monster in KDB, Hazard and Lukaku. I'm nervous, I'm not going to lie. Either, man. They, they but yeah, can't defend that, that, that's the blessing, isn't it? So for me, I do feel I think it's going to be a shootout. To be honest, yeah. can see it again. I, 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 I've, just, I've just changed my mind over the like keep changing my mind. Obviously, sometimes I'm like if KDB turns out it's long, um, but then I think Portugal going forward, but I don't think they're gonna score. They're gonna score a goal. They are gonna pop hundred percent. Mitchell, just to add on that, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be goals because if you look at these teams' defenses. Stinky. It's stinky. It's stinky. Hella, hella, like, me and you could do a job for these teams. Oh, yo. But, but, but Portugal have the luxury of doing the sit back thing and hit you on the counter. But, bro, when I say I've been so disappointed with Ruben Diaz this tournament, I actually thought, yo, you know toss what? It, toss it, Portugal toss it. have let, a defense let now. Let, let Lukaku is pin him, bro. Lukaku pin him. That, that Lukaku tricep and turn, yeah? Yeah, it's long. Hey, it's, long. it's long. It's long. It's long. <laughs> It's long. Um, ah, I had another question, man. I mean, I think this game really comes down to has the Portugal manager actually learned its lesson? Like, mm. Belgium are going to play the exact same as Germany. Three at the back, they're going to push their wing backs up. He's subbed off Semedo for Dalo this game, but whether that not, that makes a difference. Like, they've put in San- Sanchez instead of Bruno. Bruno can't even make the squad. But now you're thinking, it's talking <laughs> Hazard against Dalo. Are they actually going to move over? Because you watched that Germany game back and that defence was so narrow. Kimmich mm. and Gosens had the freedom of Budapest. But the Germany. thing is, the thing is, the Portugal DMs as well, The, the, the especially, what's, what's that Donny's name? The black one, what's his name? Well, Danilo. Oh, William. William. 
William Carvalho, yeah. yeah poor Carvalho. as well. He didn't even, he didn't cover, cover my man, man in it. He, he, he was, he's been poor as well this tournament. I, 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 told, I told you what, though. Like, speak, people are like, getting to Arsenal. Yeah, he's not. Uh, they, they know themselves dropped. I've got nah, a question, he's been, though. He's been dropped, though. For for those for those that um for those that are back in Belgium in this year, so obviously like KDB and Lukaku are renowned renowned for not really turning up in the big games or the big pressure games. So do you guys feel like they're gonna have another stinker, another another cold feet session today, or they'll do it because it's just there's, around there's, the sixteen? There's, there's more now because now you're getting Hazard factor for whatever people think Hazard is a big game player. Like there's no doubt. Yeah, but it's not the same hazard, bro. I know, I know, but you can't you can't say on the pitch he's arguably probably the second biggest game player on the pitch. After CR7, Hazard has the experience of winning big big games by himself. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Then you then you add Tielemans, he has the experience. Did he not score in the was it FA Cup? Semis Chelsea, the worldie. So yeah. I fancy Final. Belgium. I'm I'm with Belgium. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, I tell you what, though, man, game. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the Portuguese manager his flowers because obviously, like, they got run off the park against Germany. Um, obviously, Danilo played. Um, William Cavalho played. Fernandez played. None of them are playing in this game. Like, he's got a midfield of Renato Sanchez, Moutinho, and um, one other Don who plays for Sporting, um, Pelina or something. I, I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, that Don. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Man, do you know what I mean? He, he's he's, he's seen something clearly wrong. He's addressed it. So let's see how this front, this middle three play in it. Do you know what I mean? We just have to wait and see what happens. It, yeah, it's going to be, can you defend your wing backs? And then yeah. when you can, can you counter effectively enough? Because you're only going to have three against the counter, but you have got Toby Alderweireld, Jan Vertonghen and Thomas Vallen who have the collective pace of a turtle. Boy, <laughs> Tottenham level. Tottenham level. <laughs> that is what it's going to be. Are they going to be able to defend in space? Because I think the centre mids, Tielemans and Witzel today for... Yeah, Belgium, yeah. Like they yeah. are going to have to be on point. If they get dragged out of position just once or twice, that is Portugal in. And you're going to give those guys too much space. Like that Ronnie tapping for the first goal against Germany, like that was that perfect counter-attacking goal. And that might have just been off a set piece. But that Belgian back line is suspect. That's my... Yeah. Also, this game screams um, um, Jota. I can see Jota doing a madness. Jota was so bad in the France game, so I yeah. really need him to perform, man. Seriously, uh, he's had his game off. Let's deliver, man. But don't mm. worry, Ronaldo, boys. If Belgium did the Maza. <laughs> just no, be no, active, no, no. Don't man. Just, just be active. Them man don't want to see Minimum. Them man don't want to see Minimum. Minimum goal today. Did you hear what you said? Man said minimum goal today. Yeah, I know you man go get after this game. Me, serve me Munu, Mitch, yeah. and hey, Tabo, Tabo, hey, Chow, brother. <laughs> hey, Chow. What time? What time have you set your alarm for that Copa America? Two a.m. Let's head over to the bar real quick. Real quick. Anyone shots? Yeah, I uh, got one. Go on, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to give out a shot to Le Goat. Um, obviously. People were really doubting him. Every game, I think, before, you know, when he hasn't scored or anything like that, or there's something going wrong, they think, ah, well, who's going to save the day? Where is your goal? Where is he this? 
you're talking about the top score in any European championships. Um, you're talking about the top score in European championships and World Cups. The best player ever. The top about to break the record for international goals outright. Best player. Um, yeah, he is. He scored. He scored the most, and he's assisted the most. Anyway, um, yeah. So. <laughs> the best player has the most Ballon d'Ors. But sorry, I, I, I mean, I don't mean to get in. Uh, into, we're talking about sure. international, international. Oh, athletes. oh, oh. Um, but oh, anyway, right. yeah. So I'd like to take a shot for the CR7. Obviously, shout out to him as well. He got three, was it 300 million followers on Insta as well? It's been a great week for him. Nice. All right. Bloody hell. Kenna? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go, Mitch. Um, I'm going to take a shot for my goat. His birthday this week, turn 34. Mm. Mm. Uh, we could be here all day for real off all of his achievements, but high level, yeah. Six Ballon d'Ors, um, most assists in history. Most European golden boots, most club trophies. So <laughs> happy birthday to my Don, man. Happy oh, birthday. Hey, let me double up, man. Let me get waved. <laughs> I'll take that one as well, happy man. Happy birthday to the second best player in history, man. Or third. Yeah, happy birthday, birthday to him still. Happy birthday to him still. Happy yeah, birthday. happy birthday, Messi, man. Yeah. Um, I've got a shot. Um, obviously, England is my number one team at the moment um, for the Euros. Um, closely followed by CR7. But yeah, last night... I was supporting Italy, had my Italy top. Shout out um, to Mancini, man. Um, what he's done so far, um, great stuff for Italy. Um, he could be bringing it back for them, honestly. Like At this point, I know they didn't play great last night, but no team's really prov- proven themselves as well as Italy. So, yeah, shout out what he's doing over there. That's my um, shot. I, I just want to add to that, but my shot would be for Viali. Like coming back from his cancer scares and seeing the passion he had when he was celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. What a especially especially for, that, for that first goal as well yeah him and, and, the, and the hug they did yeah that's, I, I'll take a shot with that one as well Jake oh alright piggyback lad well. <laughs> <laughs> one two one two if there's no more shots man let's close the bar man thank you very much for listening of course there's plenty of more games that's happening in the round of 16 as well especially the one sided derby England Germany it's look out home. for that it's coming home Coming home. Uh, by the way, did you guys hear the the Captain Cone and uh, yeah trying yeah, to do yeah. that veggie dreams? <laughs> what it's the track? So oh, You're talking about the track. Yeah, the yeah, track, yeah. So I, thought, dry, I thought the bro. track was decent. Still, I was rating yeah. that versus million. Yeah, you would, you would fella. <laughs> do you know who they should have got? Do you know Pete and Baz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. Would been good. Mitch and I. Me and Mitch. Get into Virgin Atlantic Records. <laughs> if they got P and Baz, they would have blown. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, man. Uh, follow us on Varbar Podcast, the Varbar Podcast. I don't know which one, Insta, Twitter. Subscribe on our YouTube. Um, we'll be heading out every Tuesday as well. Like, share with your friends. My name is Andrew, aka Rapping Drew. We are the VBP boys, and we out. Peace. Peace. See you later. Peace, man. <laughs> hey, hi.